Let's do it. Welcome everyone to the Aldrich Fix Style number seven. Yes, the basically technically uh last week's pick style was number seven, but because I didn't really record it, this it week's big uh, style is number seven. And today we have a guest, Mr. DDR Frick. Frick. Why do I say words like this, man? I'm Portuguese, I'm sorry. Freak. How you doing, hey, sir? Hey, From Vim, I'm doing pretty welcome good. Welcome to the pigsty. Good to be here. Good to be here, bud. I appreciate All you right. having me on. <laughs> so I've been streaming on Vim myself for a couple of weeks now, and DDR showed up to my stream and uh, was watching while I was playing Dead Space 2, I believe. That was when you popped yeah, into was, my stream the first and time. And you had just started the game, too, because you were right at the yeah. beginning. <laughs> and I was, I was scrolling through because like, I was looking at, like, all right, let's see who's let's see who's live. And, oh, here's somebody new. I don't recognize their name. Oh, Dead Space 2, awesome. You know, I'm, 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 I'm stoked because I, I love the Dead Space games. Like, they are phenomenal, just, just in general. Like they're they're good they're a great series of games. I see you're right at the beginning. I'm like, oh, let's go, let's go. <laughs> and yeah, awesome. and then I thought, you know, I do the pigsty, so why not invite DDR to the pigsty? It's a shit let's show. Let's get muddy. Let's get yeah. muddy. It's a shit show. We don't really need to be super <laughs> incredibly crazy serious here, anyways. Let's just have I some love fun. It. And talk about them in general. And, you know, shill it a little bit. So, (laughs) Vim is... I think Vim's a great platform. And what what exactly was the beginning? Do you you know, like, did you join Vim uh, from the beginning? Or did you join Vim, like, after, you know... Like, afterwards. It was already out there or something. Yeah, so I actually joined Vim um, after it, after it had been created. Uh, Sheeran was was one of the was the person who founded Vim, and he worked with another guy by the name of Forever Average, uh, who st- helped out with the founding, and then was and then left shortly after I started uh, to pursue his own projects. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Krimi's like he is Vim. I mean, <laughs> Krim, you're not wrong, but you're also not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and uh so Sheeran started Vim back in early 2018. I think it was like March or April, somewhere around there, I want to say. DLive was still streaming on the was still uh working with the Steam blockchain. And I was and I was I was actually streaming on on both for a little bit there up until uh DLive up and said bye-bye and pissed off everybody. <laughs> pissed off everybody on the Steam blockchain. 
Uh, and Bim suddenly found themselves uh, sitting there with a nice little uh, DDoS attack from everybody that's like, okay, we need a new streaming site. Let's go try Vim. So Oof. that's kind of where, where I got, how I got involved uh, was after, after the, the split. Um, I, I did one of my, I did a, I do a U regular thing every November raising money for one of the local Children's Miracle Network hospitals in the area by playing Dance Dance Revolution for 10 and a half hours straight. And running a half marathon in the process—it's it's a blast. It's it's exhausting, but I love every minute of it. Um, and so I streamed it on both Vim and D Live that year. And I was talking with Sharon afterwards, and was like, you know, I've got some ideas for this site. I think we can make it into something amazing. And I would like—I'd like to help you guys. Uh, but you know, I'm not going to do it for free, obviously. And so I, you know, a little bit of negotiations along the way, you know. And then, as I'm talking with them, I just an off the cuff. I was like, "So when are you gonna hire me?" And Sharon's like, "Well, uh, you know, it's funny you mentioned that. That's actually why we're here today. And yeah, that's kind of how I got to this. That's kind of how I got to where I am. Oh, that's but awesome. It's been uh, it's been a ride. It's been a wild ride. Um, a lot of ups and downs, but uh, Vim is home. Vim is the place that I call home. I've said this." You know, Krimi can attest. I've said it on her. I've I said it on Cyberbuzz. I've said it on every. I've said it every. Pretty much everywhere. Uh, yeah, Vim is amazing and awesome, and I love it. And it, this is this is this is me, right? This is this is my place. This, this is my streaming site here. Um, and I see Nine Claws is wondering what the what the fuck's going on here. So give me one <laughs> second. I was going to mention that uh, Nine Claws is is is. There. In, there you go. There you go, Nine Claws. It's a magic <laughs> uh, Yeah, so we're, we are a live streaming site that piggybacks on top of the Hive blockchain. Piggybacks, I like that. Well, what, what else are you going to call it? <laughs> Doggy styles? <laughs> yeah. See? So, I mean, just uh, change my mind here. <laughs> so basically, it, I mean... It's 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 gonna grow, but what are the? If you can reveal anything, you know, obviously, but what are some ideas that you guys might have for the future to to kind of like grow Vim and improve like the the whole concept of of the live streaming? Because obviously you have yeah big names out there to to you know quote unquote. I, you know, I wouldn't say compete because they're centralized, of course, uh, you know, Twitch, uh, YouTube and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But what are some ideas that you might have to sort of go along with these platforms and to sort of bring them towards sort of like a, a like a to make it next or or, or close him as the decentralized platform for streaming well you know it's funny you mentioned that because that was one of the things that i really focused on like right out the gate like the first thing that i did when it, when i first joined the vim dev was really focus on building that reach and making vim more Accessible, because one of the problems that Hive has had, or Steam and Hive have had, 
is that onboarding aspect. Getting somebody set up with a Hive wallet is not the most user-friendly. You do have to have some tech acumen, or you have to have somebody who knows what the fuck they're doing help you out. Let's Mm -hmm. be honest. And so one of the things that we did was instead of using... Instead of like putting Hive as as like the start here and then build on top of that, we're instead taking BIM and using it as a means to onboard people to Hive. We basically turned it on its head. So users can come to Vim and start streaming right now, and they don't need a Hive wallet. What we then do is we then have a little thing that says, hey, you could be earning Hive cryptocurrency and be part of a, a bigger community than just us. Let us help you do it. And we get them their keys, tell, you know, the standard spiel of, you know, make sure you store them securely, you make a backup, you know, the, a lot of the standard stuff. But that way we're able to, we're able to put crypto into the, into the hands of people who would not normally seek it out. And let's be honest, Hive as a, as a cryptocurrency, it, it's not your standard, uh, that's not your standard crypto, but it's a, but it's easy. It's easier for people to wrap their brains around. Oh, hey, I can make blog posts and I can earn crypto for it. Okay, that's cool. That it's interesting. It's got it's got that hook of I like this idea. There's an idea here that you can work with, and I liked. And, and that's and and that was what drew me to Steam in the first place was that that whole premise. But then the community around it kind of kind of cemented it. Them specifically, one of the that we really uh, adamant about is community building. If you go to Twitch, you look at any of the streamers, there is no support for for when you start out. You're like, oh hi, here's your stream key, start broadcasting. And I think it was, there are 2.7 million people that broadcast on Twitch. Of those 2.7 million, only is like only 20, 27,000 of them are partnered. Less than 1% are part of Twitch's streamers are partnered. And unless you're partnered, Twitch doesn't care about you. True. And I and I've experienced that firsthand. I had a a, a copyright claim on a, a you know like a on one of my one of my vods that said I was I was broadcasting a BMX movie based on the audio. This obviously was not correct. I was playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. And is a which is a great game in its own right. So of course I appealed it. This was December of 2015. I opened a support ticket in March of 2016 asking for an update. Oof. I opened a second support ticket in August of 2016 because I had not heard back on the first support ticket. Finally, mid in the end, it was a. Uh, Mid-November 2016, I finally got an email from Twitch saying that they had reversed the decision and found that it had been claimed, claimed an error. That's, that's, that's quite some time. And, and it's like, if I was partnered, they would, have, they would have had it done like that, without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. That's and, literally one of and, the things they, I've... Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, that's one of the things I find I've found interesting is that you guys got the Discord and Discord's active. You guys been pretty much helpful with with all the stuff there. You've been active. You've been posting. You've been doing all that kind of stuff. 
and it's great to see that and people popping in to the stream as well and uh, the the sharing of the replays as well i think that's great too because uh, people see that and, and people go like oh let me take again at this uh, replay here and see what this guy's what about this guy's like yeah see yeah. what this see what this see what this pig is like what's he what's he going <laughs> exactly. on about <laughs> but and that's um, great. And, and more to that point we we built that community aspect into the foundation of vim um one of the things like, like with twitch like they kind of send you on your way and like don't really like give you much of an idea of like how to grow they don't really tell you like okay you need to get more viewers okay how do i do that i don't know we just figure it out they and and they don't really help you like get that natural organic community building growth that you need to really succeed if you look over on vim we've got a leaderboard that shows where everybody on the site ranks sits in, in, in a ranking state and that ranking is based on the number of minutes streamed the activity in your chat room, and also how much you go out and upvote subscribe to other streamers, and chat in their chat rooms. So there's the so there's this, and, and, and so we rank everybody based on that. So you've got your top five, which are the people who have put in that effort and really in, and and deserve that that accolade. Then we have our, our platinum tier, which is our top ten percent of our streamers, and we consider those our partners. Our, our, our platinum streamers are our partners for all intents and purposes. And then we've got our gold streamers, which are the top 25%. Silver is the top 50%. And then bronze is, is everything else. So you're able to see where you sit in relation to everybody else. And yeah, Schmoogle over here uh, is, no, is our number one. And Chris is also uh, up there as well. I think Chris is also top five. Uh, I'm number two. Which is a which is a just ridiculous because I should not be that high. Uh, there should be I can think of a lot of people who should be higher than me. You being one of them. Me, just I don't saying. even. I don't even say anything. Like I literally shut up. Shmugle, Shmugle shut up. Shut up. my stream yesterday. <laughs> as I was completing uh, Death Space Two, and I, I literally said that. I I do I do pop into his stream sometimes. And mm -hmm. I just lurk in there, and I, I literally don't talk. I sometimes pop into people's streams, and I'm just sitting there, and I, I don't chat. But you upload the streams, don't even though, say right? Anything. You know, I'm antisocial, man. I'm 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 anxious, and I'm I'm freaking, you know, I'm I'm shy. Well, you know, you've got it. You've actually you've got a pretty good builder score so far. I was just looking at the leaderboard. You, if you put your mouse over the number, you can uh, hit the. You can um see the the breakdown of your activity your chat activity versus the you know time streamed versus uh your your builder score you've done a pretty decent job of of building out your builder score already so i mean you're get you're getting there you could you are and actually you're one of our platinum partners actually you hit that a couple weeks ago as i recall so what is what does that mean again you're in the top 10 percent of all streamers on the site Hell yeah! And don't you forget it. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. With but like three it, followers. With, with the way our, yeah, <laughs> with with the but and see the thing is we are still in our infancy. Like Vim is still in that incubation stage. The people that get in right now and really get active and get engaging and get engaged and and work and start 
getting out there and and talking with other people that's those those are the people that are going to succeed the most and like mm-hmm. you and like like Schmoogle, i i ran into Schmoogle a while back and i have no idea like he was playing i have no idea how he found us but he was playing satisfactory and i'm sitting there like that's kind of a cool game you know you know, you know, just asking questions about the game and all that. And next thing you know, he, he's he's coming in, reg- he's showing up on the regular, and I'm like, sweet, we got somebody awesome here. This is great, you know? And, like, the, the whole, like, our big thing right now is we just need to get more people streaming on Vim. We need to, we need to get more people, we need to get Vim out in the public conscious. And the more people know about Vim, the more people can help us the more people are getting in and getting involved and 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 building that building that community it keeps coming back to that i sound like a broken record good grief that is true though for sure it is it really is people need to it it, it's all about the uh well it's kind of uh you know it's like you know cliche but it's all about the networking and it's all about Mm -hmm. the you know getting things uh out there and uh you know crim's mm-hmm. actually been doing a great job i, th- I found vim through uh crim actually you know and I yeah thought, oh, hey, crim's great we love crimmy let, let me give this love me take a gander at this vim thing i thought <laughs> actually before uh you know crim mentioned it i i i, I thought vim was like um the uh text editor because <laughs> you know <laughs> Linux yes, and stuff. Yes, yes. And I was like, what? What, what? what is Cream saying about Vim? And I was like, what? And then I was like, okay, well, there, 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 there was Vim is a, a live streaming platform, and it, woo, hell yeah, here we go. There uh, it is. So love um, it. I started streaming there. Oh, yeah, perfect. That's awesome. Yeah, it's great. No, we're we're. we're we're glad we're glad you're a part we're glad you're a part of the one big old Vim family, which it's which is wonderful. And like we've been we've been working with MSP for quite a while as a one one of the platforms that they broadcast on, which is wonderful because it's like you know now that now they're part they're able to reach our audience and we're able to help broadcast them out to the whole world. And it's helping and it's helping them as well. Bringing up, bring people back to their Discord. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what? Are you, so, th- there's obviously, you know, like Twitch did uh, implement like a bunch of categories with music and poker, and I know you guys did some poker stuff as well. Yeah. Uh, like, what? What do you? What do you guys? You know, idea. What? What are you guys' ideas for? Um, you know implementing more than just like video games and stuff like that do you guys have anything uh you know planned for that or it's just uh you know let's see how it goes you know i would love to see more people streaming like music creation like we've got uh irvin c does has his a bunch of his replays of his live broadcast from other platforms on vim which you know that's fine I really wish he. I really wish he'd spin up a live set. We got a Turkish guy, uh, Daniel Zero O, uh, who just showed up a couple weeks ago, and he's broadcasting. He'll he will broadcast, but he'll also 
spin up his own uh, drum and bass and you know DJ sets, and I love that. Like I want to see more more people like Daniel showing up and making some music, and it's great. It's it's wonderful. Yeah, I see. I've always wanted to broadcast, like doing guitar stuff. (laughs) Do it. Uh, But I've never figured. So the thing is, uh, the program I've always used was Cubase, and Cubase works with Asio, and I I could never figure out how to basically output the audio from Asio to uh, Voice Meter, which is what I use for uh, mixing the audio. But I've got a Reaper now. And the the thing is, Reaper kind of, you you have to buy it. Like you got the trial Mm -hmm. and stuff. But Reaper... I see. I think Reaper uh, is is easier to do the like the thing uh, for the audio, uh, yeah, dealing stuffs. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I uh, I don't know. I might as well just like get a USB microphone towards the amplifier and and just like do that, like old well, school. Well, you know, I've got. I use a Razer Siren X, which I'm pointing down here. If I can. Grab the camera, I can kind of show you. So sitting right here on my desk. And mm-hmm. you can see my messy desk there. Yeah. <laughs> this thing, I can be I am sitting about a meter away from my microphone right now, and you can hear me just fine. Like yeah. I'm not even having to raise my voice too much either. Like here and I'm getting kind of quiet. You can sort it you can tell I'm I'm talking a little bit quieter now, but you get like you can still hear me. Like this thing is yeah. ridiculously sensitive. And it's super directional as well. It's not like a wide, uh, it's not like a wide mic. It's a, it's a very focused uh, range for a pickup, and it's it's a wonderful microphone. I'll I'll shoot you a link later. Um, something like that would might be worth looking into, just because you can set it a little ways away from your from your amp and just go nuts. You, hell, if you do it right and you point it at, if you get the angle just right, it could pick up your own damn voice at the same time. Uh, that I don't think that would be great. Amp and voice at the same time. I don't. If you wanted to talk to your audience, mm. you see, you see what I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I can see where you're getting at, but if I'm playing guitar, I don't want to talk. Yeah, fair, <laughs> fair, fair. I don't even want to show my face. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't even, I don't even want to show my face right now. I literally have filters all over the place. Uh, you can't yeah. see it, but yeah. You know, it is, it is, it is what it is. But you know, I I do want to, you know, mess with that in the future, and you I should. believe it's possible. A lot of things are possible. Uh, so at some point, I want to set up. I've got a drum kit that uh, I can connect to my computer because I got USB MIDI uh, interface. Yeah, and just bang a drum for a while. I, I I think it'd be fun to do. It's just. Setting up setting up the space for it would be a bit of a challenge, and but then that's another excuse to pull out the rock band stuff again. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've got a I got a uh, the one of the rock band uh, MIDI Pro controllers uh, Pro controller adapters for my Xbox 360. So that's why I have the drum kit is for that for the Pro drums. So messing around with that would be fun. And yeah, your your connection is having some issues here. I, I'm noticing some keyframes are disappearing 
You mean in terms of on Vim? Uh, no, the video on Vim. Oh, it's the encoding. Yeah. Let me go balanced instead. It's saying encoding overloaded. <laughs> Consider turning down video because I'm using. See the thing that this is how I basically um, broadcast video games. I broadcast video games using NDI tools. I use my laptop because uh, if I was uh, basically broadcasting using my desktop, I couldn't do it. So I use my laptop, and okay. uh, I use NDI tools, which is basically like a capture card that you install. Okay. And it's uh, it allows you to within the same network, it allows you to make your your laptop or a second computer or whatever like a capture card. And um, yeah, it, it, it's 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 pretty cool. Got I'm, it. I'm okay. Trying to still okay. It 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 the thing is gone now. So hopefully it's going to get better. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so Okay. It is uh you know, it is what it is when you're poor, mm-hmm. uh you got to use what you got. <laughs> when le- there's a local hip hop uh artist who kind of had some regional uh success a name by the name of Atmosphere. Actually grew up uh about 20 minutes away from where I grew up. Uh he had an album about 10 years ago called when life gives you lemons you paint that shit gold yeah i've heard that before i've heard that and i before. love and i like that and i like that outlook it's crass but i but it, it, it it's it's it fits it just it fits and i love it absolutely so how did oh, yeah. do you so we talked a little bit about them and like i uh-huh. said to you well, I, I think I can say to the audience, I'm I'm honest. I don't hide anything from anyone. Um, I didn't prepare anything, okay? This is all yeah. organic, and the mm-hmm. questions are coming out of my ass as I'm speaking. <laughs> so, Actually, I did have a couple of questions for you. I wanted to talk a little bit about your Dead Space stream because you, ju- you had just finished it. Oh, Sure. I wanted to ask what I wanted to ask you about your about the ending of, of Dead Space Two. What you thought of what you thought of the uh, parts leading up to it, and uh, and 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 that and the, now that now that you get done with that that boss fight and just that that shit show that it was, what what how do you feel about it? <laughs> well, going to the Ishimura was was uh, interesting actually. Yeah, seeing the medical. Um... You know, aisles and everything was interesting. Uh-huh. It's like you go through it, and it's—I mean, it's been like three years since I played the first game, and to go through that kind of stuff, I was like, "Oh, dude, I remember these things." Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> so that was pretty I mean, interesting. I, I I liked how they brought it, how they kind of like loop how it looped back on itself. Also, cross your heart, hope to die, stick a needle in your eye. Holy shit, that was that me up. <laughs> oh yeah, the I'm afraid of needles. Oh, the Wait, eye uh... thing. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh my god. Oh right. my god, I hated that. But it was, it was, so, it was, it was good though. Like it was awesome. But it was like, oh. <laughs> I was just like, bro, stop moving your eye, you motherfucker. <laughs> right. 
It's still. <laughs> but uh. it was I I took it took me like 10 minutes to figure out what to do there cuz I when I was sitting in front of the thing of the, that little mm-hmm. screen there it wasn't giving me the activate uh prompt. Yeah. So I was just I was just looking like what am I supposed to do? I get it. There's like <laughs> the stasis thing here recharger type deal. What yeah. now, dude? And I was just shooting stasis into the like into the bad thing uh, and i was just trying to kinase like kinesis things and like nothing uh, was happening it was like bro did the game just bug because it <laughs> happened before i got a bug before where it didn't progress or nothing happened so i was like oh, that's did the worst. this just happen again that's the Fuck worst you know. that is the worst <laughs> have you tried alien isolation I did. I streamed it, but it was with uh, my fantastic 800 kilobytes back, like in uh, again, like three years ago. So yeah, yeah. No, that's no fun. No, that was a phenomenal game. I I liked how it captured the uh, that feeling of dread of just like being alone that the first Alien movie had. Like it was like it was like like I like horror games like that. Like, that is amazing. Um, like, uh, The Evil Within, the first one, that prologue in the hospital was amazing, and I loved it. It was scary. You're running from this guy as he's, like, swinging a chainsaw. You're like, fuck, I gotta run. And then, and then you get to the next chapter, it's Resident Evil 4. And <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. I like Resident Evil 4. I actually streamed it on the Wii uh, last year, two years ago. Two years ago. It's already been that long. Wow. Um, and I, I love it. Like, Resident Evil 4 is a good game, but when you go from that, like, cerebral, run-like-hell kind of horror to something where you have a bit more, like, you can attack, you can fight back, and stuff like that, it was not quite the same. I think Resident Evil 7 did a phenomenal job of, like, bringing it back to that, like, fleeing and, like... Sure, you can do some damage, but you've got a you got a pea shooter. Let's be honest. Yeah, like, it, like Resident Evil Seven is legit scary, and I have a hard time playing it for long periods of time because it's like, yeah. But like, I love that. I love how they how they did with that game. I'm a difficult guy to get scared. I mean, yeah. I don't know if you saw that on the on the first Dead Space playthrough, but um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's not easy to get me scared. Yeah. So you know, it's uh, that's why I like horror games because it's it's always a challenge for me to get scared. Mm-hmm. And uh, I used to actually back in 2014, 15, I think. So yeah, it's yeah. Been a long time. Um, I was doing a, a YouTube series called Drunk Outlast, where I was basically. Yeah. Recording myself playing Outlast already wasted, but I was already wasted. You go live and you're already you've already. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. It wasn't like what really scares me. I love it. Myself, I I scare myself. (laughs) I love it. I got a game recommendation for you, though. Give me one second. I got to go grab it. It's on the other side of the room here. Give me two seconds. Sure thing. Yeah, I'm. I'm. It's. I. 
myself scares myself basically that's pretty so much this it. game it's a little harder to get a hold of nowadays because it's it's an older game so i don't even think it works on windows 10 for the p I, I know it had a pc release but i don't know if it even works on windows 10 it might you might have to spin up like a virtual machine this game is called d and it was also on the original playstation and the sega saturn and it's a puzzle mm-hmm. game it's a first person puzzle game kind of in that same vein as mist and the graphically, it has not aged well at all. Like it, they, it, it is early, early 3D graphics. D. D is the name of the game. Yes. And here I can turn this around. You can sort of see if the if the re- reflection will go away for you here. There we go. It is. They were cutting edge graphics in 1995. They are not cutting edge anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but in terms of like, it's it's a, actually the puzzles in it are actually really challenging. If you like puzzle games like Myst, um, D is a phenomenal example of like puzzle games done well. It's got a little bit of a horror aspect to it, but it's not like the main focus. But I do need to stream that again. Uh, it's it's the sort of game you can, you can finish it in like two hours if you if you know the answer to every puzzle. It, it, it's 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 a pretty short game, but uh, on the PS One it was three CDs. There was um, there was a game when I played when I was young, called Dino Crisis. I know Dino Crisis. Yeah, and I know Dino uh, Crisis. it was basically like Resident Evil, but with dinosaurs instead of mm-hmm. uh, zombies. And I don't know why zombies never really like scared the living shit out of me, but the freaking dinosaurs just it it made me shit myself. <laughs> You're right. I was like, what, dude? And I don't I I don't think I've ever went past the the first part of that game to be honest with you when when I was that <laughs> age. So That's that's hilarious. I love it. You know, it, it was kind of a similar thing for me. Uh The House of the Dead used to scare the shit out of me. I've never played that, but I've heard it's a great game. It is a phenomenal game with the worst English dialogue ever, even in the Japanese version. Actually, the Japanese <laughs> version of the game has all the voiceovers in English. Wow. Case in point, here's a, here's a direct quote. You must stop Kyrian or something terrible will happen. Falls over dead. Wow. Like, verbatim. Like, verbatim, like that's, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that was... I've seen it, it, a couple it's of... so bad, but it's awesome. videos, but, you know, that, that was... But it was. It, I, it, it, is it is a game like pretty scary? Not really. I was just a wuss when I was younger. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, same, same here. That's pretty much so, why you know. Dino Crisis. You know, <laughs> yeah. But the thing about you know the interesting thing about Dino Crisis is that uh, Capcom actually released the soundtracks on Steam recently for no Dino Crisis. Well, yeah. That's cool. So maybe you know, they also, there might be something done about Dino Crisis uh, eventually at some point on Steam. I hope so. I yeah. hope so. They like now would be the time for Capcom to do something Dino Crisis related. You know, they actually had a light gun series of games uh, based on several Cap uh, based on the Resident Evil uh, properties um, 
they were known in Japan as the as uh, the Gun Survivor series. So they had a Biohazard Gun Survivor on the PS1 that came to the states as Resident Evil Survivor. But that when that game came out, it came out about oh three months after Columbine. So they removed the gun con functionality from the game, which oh. pretty much completely neutered it. <laughs> right. And the game is and the US version of the game is awful. Like not even like not even like so bad it's good awful. It's just awful. It's terrible and it sucks. And you wish it had the uh gun con functionality. But they had uh they had three others on the PS2. Uh, two of them came to the United States. One of them uh, came uh, came to the States as Resident Evil Dead Aim. And the other one is Dino Survivor, based on the Dino Crisis series. Oh, interesting. And so it actually uses a light gun. I'm pretty sure I'm calling it the right name here. Let me... Let me pull up here... We go. Here we go. Uh, Dino Stalker. I'm sorry. It was the U.S. name. Um, so they had a, they had a, then there was one other one in Japan that was based, uh, they had a sec, another uh, Biohazard Gun Survivor game that was a Japan exclusive that was based around Resident Evil Code Veronica. Mm. And I actually, I, st- I streamed uh, Resident Evil Dead Aim late last year, early this year. When was that? It was recent. It was recent. I know it was because it was here at this house. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, uh, I had, uh, I, I streamed. I actually played through it in one night. It's, it's not a, it's not a, a very good game. It's another one of those not very good games. But it's, it's, but at least with a, with a gun con, it's, it's got enough kitsch to it where it, you can tolerate the not so good parts and still have an enjoyable experience. Right. And honestly, it's a lot. Of, and honestly, it is fun. There, there's something very satisfying about point about pointing at pointing at pulling the trigger. At, you know, pointing at the screen, pull the trigger. Like that. Like that. There's something satisfying about that that you don't get with a whole lot of other shooters. And I think that's why I like light gun shooters so much. When you when you can, when you hold you you you've got, you've got a controller shaped like a pistol or a rifle or whatever, and you you're actually aiming down sights, and you you get there's there's something. In that, the, the, there's something in that feedback that, like, y- you can't replicate it. it, it there's it, yeah, <laughs> for lack of better words. Reminds me of the cunt. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, did, Speaking did you... of personal best on that, I said a personal best. I got to level twenty one or twenty two. Without missing a single duck. Wow. And that was from four feet away. So 1.3 meters away on a 37-inch CRT. I was, at that point, I was probably, like, way too young to even remember anything of that sort. <laughs> yeah. But no, that, hey, that, that, man, that's... That was that's, a challenge. That was a that's challenge. That's impressive, you know? Yeah. So are you um speaking of you know we we've been speaking about Resident Evil like quite a lot. Do you uh, are you planning on playing um or are you planning on streaming uh Resident Evil 8? You know, I probably should. 
I don't have the game yet, and I've, admittedly, I've got enough other games on my on my to do list that I haven't quite gotten to that point. I mean, I'm a, I'm already on my I'm on my third playthrough of Cyberpunk 2077 because apparently I'm a masochist. Uh, <laughs> but and and like I've got but like I'm a collector, so like you can sort of see it over here if I take my camera, move it over. You can see the the all the retro games. Pardon the mess mm-hmm. on the floor. We got Wii U, PS2, Wii, N64, OG Xbox, GameCube, Saturn, uh, Genesis Mega Drive, uh, Super Nintendo, PS1, 3DS, DS, PSP, NES. Got some Famicom games over there, too. I mean, I'm a collector. What can I say? That's awesome. But I, I, last night I actually watched a streamer, um, Broadcast Resident Evil. He basically did one sitting, like completing the whole thing on hardcore. And wow, it, I I gotta say the game is pretty neat, but I think Resident Evil Seven is better. To be honest, I'm I'm hearing that I'm hearing that that's been the general consensus that the seven set a very high bar. Yeah, and eight did not quite meet it. Uh, Lady okay. Dimitrescu, Lady Dimitrescu has set has been some great meme fodder, but uh, <laughs> there's actually uh, on the gaming uh, channel here on on the on MSV Waves uh, or on the Palnet. There's yeah. uh, you know spanking Lady uh, Dimitrescu, mm-hmm. you know, with the the, the, the meme fly, the memes are, the memes have been flying like crazy. It's great. It's great. Oh, it is. oh, of course it is. Uh, I've heard there's like mods of like fucking uh Barney, whatever, something mm-hmm. like that. And it's Although just... the modding community for, for recent Capcom games has been just on point. There's been some yeah. phenomenal ones for for Resident Evil Two and Three remakes as well. In the game, the thing, the, the thing that impressed me about the game is that the game is really long and looks fantastic. But mm-hmm. I think you can kind of like expect that from, you know, this this like this age, this day and age, you can kind of like expect yeah. that nowadays. Uh, mm-hmm. But again, like yeah, I think Resident Evil Seven was like the 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 plot was a lot better, in my opinion. Definitely. Definitely, definitely. So, coming back to Vim. Yes. What are your favorite streamers? My favorite streamers <laughs> on Vim right now. Uh, you know, we've got a I've got a handful of them that have just, that have shown up and have just been on point just across the board. Um, Katie Cat, uh, Chris UK, Schmoogle, you. Uh, Cider Junkie, uh, Cali Meatwagon, Funk, like, all you, like, pretty much the, the, the vast majority of, like, our, our Platinum and Top 5 have been just on point, just creating a, just a ton of great content, it, just one after the other. Trey, 50 Daniel, Veterinarian, Captain Rosamac, Colonel Leo, Conrad, Click Track Prophet, Leather hip hop phantom. I mean, like the our 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 platinum is stacked. Our platinum partners are stacked with just a bunch of great streamers, just in general, and he, and our gold streamers too. We got a bunch of good people in here. 
it, are, there, uh, are there people that uh, are there like channels in terms of chatting you know that are usually like chatting that you would like to recommend that don't really necessarily do gaming and stuff like that um we really haven't had a breakout just chatting streamer yet i think if you show up I, with, with a lot of our with a lot of our top streamers if you just show up in their channel and just start chatting with them they'll start talking to you trey does it i'll do it uh you do it let's be honest uh, katie cat katie cat does it you, you show up and say hi and strike up a conversation I would say the vast majority of our of our top streamers would start would start talking with you. That that interactivity is one of that that one of those foundations that that's like BIM is built around that. And the people that the people that rise to the top are the ones that actually go out and get get engaged and 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 and, and engage the people that tune in. So I think. Uh, but basically, what I'm saying, obviously, interaction is a very, very important part of you know uh, growing your streaming. Crim, and Crim, you are right. You you are the you are the just chatting channel at this point. <laughs> yeah. And and Jay does stuff over here. Uh, is in the Vim chat. He's one of my regular viewers. He's mainly over. He mainly watches over on Twitch. But yeah, he's but he's uh. I love having him around because he he's always there. Like he's always there, and I love it. He's he is he is probably the most regular of all of my viewers, and he's always dropping in and says, "Hey, how's it going?" You know, like I love that. Like Jay's awesome for that. Yeah, that's that's awesome having a a, a viewer yeah. like that. It's great. So I I have to give a shout out to Jay just by virtue of he is always there, and I love it. Thank you, buddy. I I, I appreciate that. I really do. So Krim made a good point, like um, in terms of what he, what can you do in terms of like plans and stuff when you get you know paid and stuff. Yeah, so pretty much everything we've made so far has gone into operating costs, and any profits has gone into infrastructure upgrades. And that's been and that's been actually one. Of, we can finally talk about the big one that's. We're finally getting rolled out to everybody. We are partnering with an Ethereum-based company called LivePeer to offer more ingest servers and and a and a full CDN network, so that you viewing viewing your streams and transcoding is becoming a lot easier. So now we've got, and like if you're watching on MSP Waves right now, you see there's an auto quality, and we've got we've got multiple quality options available. Thanks to LivePeer. We're currently testing that on about 20-some streamers at the moment, with plans to roll it out to everybody by the end of June. Awesome. I've noticed it's coming, that. and I can't wait for that to finally get that rolled out because it's it's gonna make things a lot it's gonna make things a lot better. Um, we're still kind of in that beta phase. We're still testing things. It's been we we've had some hiccups here and there, but overall the 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 overall response has been overwhelmingly positive. The uh, quality of our of our of our stream, uh, the quality of stream for our for our broadcasters has has been significantly has been a, it's been a significant improvement for them. So I am over the moon that we're finally able to get this 
going to where it is. Um, we still need to finish. We were we had started working on building out our API for chatbot integration. That is about ninety percent done. Uh, the last bit is getting the chatbot to go push back to the chat room, and once that's up and going, boom! Like we're there. Like that's ready to go. We can flip that switch. We can start rolling that out. Um, I want to set up a delegatable stream keys so like if if we get an organization that wants to give a stream key to a bunch of different streamers and have them stream from their platform they can do that uh that's that's a i want it to happen it is not currently in progress so please do not uh please do not take that as this is coming now uh this is me spitballing of yes i i want this i've already talked with sharon about it he knows i want he knows this is this needs to happen he agrees it needs to happen um but it's we're not working on it yet, so please don't. Uh, so please don't assume that that's coming yet. Um, please, but yeah, it, it, it's 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 on our roadmap. Um, and honestly, I would love to sponsor some tournament, some gaming tournaments. We would love to get some some gaming tournaments to broadcast on Vim, where people around the world can tune in. So if you know of anybody that wants to run, even. Even a small local tournament for I mean we don't need a huge like we don't need an Evo t- Evo or a Frosty Faustings or a CEO tier event uh, here. I mean it could be you know random game store with eight people with with a dozen with not even a dozen people showing up, and you're only seeing like one of the ma- one set of one of the set of matches. That's fine. I don't care. I would love to see somebody do that. If you if you if you're if you are a tournament organizer, come hit me up. Come find me. Uh, drop by the Vim Discord. I'm pretty much always there. If I'm not there, I'm sleeping or I'm streaming, or or I, I'm doing something else that's best left not mentioned on the airwaves. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, get in touch with me. Let's talk. Let's make this happen. That's awesome. That actually sounds great. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll, for... I will help. I will help make it happen. How about that? <laughs> yeah, that that sounds great for um for exposure. Mm-hmm. And so... yes, and honestly, I would love to see. I'd love to start seeing. And really, at this point, we're also looking to. We're building out features. There's one gaming group that I'm a part of that I am working on. That I've been talking with the leadership and I've been telling them about them, and they are on board, but they need a couple of extra. They needed a couple of features before they'll do that. The chatbot integration was one of them, and then the the delegatable stream keys was the other. So that that's that's been that's something that I'm working on on my end to try and get those features added. Once we get that going, then we can start inviting that group over because I know there's been some there's been strong support for moving away from Twitch. And they they see the passion that I have for this for this site. They see the they see the love that our community has for for building up each other, and they and that that aligns with their with their mission and and their ideals. So it'll be a great fit for everybody. It's just we have to have the foundation ready first. You know, absolutely. And, and John the asshole over here is asking if board, if uh, board games are okay. I say absolutely. If you want to stream a Pokemon card game tournament, 
go for it. Go nuts. I don't care. Actually, bring on the old man Pokemans. Because I, you know, here, check this out. Actually, I just bought a couple of these uh, promo Mewtwo's from the, the Pokemon, the first movie, VHS and DVD. So <laughs> I'm building out an old man Pokemans deck. I only have Magic the Gathering. I'm, I'm you know, old. <laughs> when did you start playing Magic? Uh, when I was like 12. Nice, nice. So that would have been... Uh, 2002. What year? 2002? Yeah. So you would have gotten in right around Onslaught Block, which was a great time to be playing Magic. Yeah. Onslaught, you had... You had Odyssey on the tail. You had just end, ended Odyssey. You had just come back from Odyssey, and then, uh, you and then you had Onslaught, and then Mirrodin. Kamigawa was eh, but then you had Ravnica, followed by Time Spiral, and then Lorwyn. Like that whole like five six years was like was just a phenomenal time to be playing Magic. There were there was so much good. And the, time Spiral was was a shit show. But it had its bright spots, and there was some inter- there was some interesting stuff they did with it. But like, oof. <laughs> Something a bit more elegant when you visit someone's channel and they're not online. Krimi, I like that. I, that's a good suggestion, and I think that we can. I think we can probably come up with something. Um, that's why we have the offline image uh, that you can upload in your settings. Uh, that exists specifically for that when you're not online, that image shows up there. Um, we also want to do, th- there's a couple of things that I've had in mind for that as well. And uh, Sharon's actually implemented part of that where when it's offline suggests live streamers and then, and then a couple of replays. Um, that's uh, like the, There's some work to be done with that. And uh... Oh. Oh, weird. Okay. Um, that is something else. Uh, and that's related to our non-live peer servers. So that should be... We'll be working on that drink. one. You got a drink. Drink! I don't have a drink. I don't have a drink. I got water. Son of a bitch, I don't have a drink. <laughs> <laughs> I've drank water. Okay, that works. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not doing we'll, boozing a long time. Krim, we'll we'll figure something out for that. I I don't know if that's a I don't know if that's a live peer thing or if that's our old server thing, but we'll clean that up. We'll clean that up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you want to turn? You want a redneck to life mention? tournament? John, if you can get a group together for a redneck for a redneck life tournament, go for it. Make it happen. Uh, that's something Ron would play for sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Do uh, it in tabletop something simulator. I would, there we go. I would want to mention um, would be mm-hmm. the like this. This is something that has been bugging me. Okay. For a little bit, and I've even I've even DM'd you. I've even. DM'd Cream to try and help me a little bit because she's all into coding and all that shit. She's a nerd, and uh-huh. um, but it's the 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 follower alert, right? Uh-huh. And because I have the the overlay for Twitch, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> the 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 alert for Vim is different, and I suck with coding, 
and all that stuff. And I just can't change the font. And I just can't change. I can't get rid of that. Of that like little grayed out background. And yep. it's just yep. my OCD, man. My OCD just, just kills me. So the good news you know, is so like, with, the, with the API integration with chatbots, that would make for that would make it easier for us to impl- to integrate into something like Streamlabs. Hmm. So Streamlabs sucks though. Go for Stream Elements. Or Stream Elements. You take your pick. Pick your poison, let's be honest. Yeah. Stream Elements. And Krim says we can come back to it. We'll come back to it. I thought she thought you got it. She thought you got it working, but apparently you didn't, so she'll help you. Too. But yeah, no, we like when we get that API figured out, like it'll be much easier for people to build their own or to integrate it into Stream Elements or Stream Labs or whatever. Like there will be option there will be options available for like making it it'll it'll be easier for us to integrate Vim into other areas. So That'd be that'll awesome. help. So another thing yeah. is that um I use split stream and split stream obviously has the uh-huh the vim thing uh-huh. and the so basically like is it is it Ch- chiran or chiran 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 and Chirin. Uh, with the whole with, with, <laughs> with the whole uh, decentralized streams i i, I uh-huh. did try that but i i can't with the split stream i can't do this the decentralized right. streams because we're not we're not implementing that for split stream just yet. Uh, so is there any plans for that in the future? Once we roll it out to everybody by the end of June. Ooh, okay. Neat. Yep. And so that will basically coincide pretty much with the leaderboard reset at the end of June as well. We run quarterly leaderboard resets that will uh, basically upend things a little bit and give people a chance to rank up uh have or have an have an easier chance at ranking up a little bit more and you know and the people that that go inactive start to filter down a bit so that there's less so that there's more the the leaderboard shows people who are actually active on the site and actually streaming regularly are at the top versus somebody who streamed a bunch for a week and then disappeared awesome mhm uh, so all and Crimson Sad for- recommended caster and I, I will also second the caster recommendation. That's what I use. It's like a hundred bucks a year. Oh, yeah. For, is for up to free. five platforms. Yeah, and split streams free, yes. <laughs> um I'm I'm poor. I'll read Yes, and, that. and I understand. If if you you work with you work with what you can afford, and I and I get that. Um But yeah, that I mean, if you can do it, definitely do it. Uh, Chris over on Vim ch- over on the Vim chat. I know this is a while ago, and I, I I missed it earlier. If I could spoof Pokemon Go on PC, I'd stream it. Be careful, be careful with that, because I know Niantic was banning people for the uh, for 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 doing the IP spoofing and playing Pokemon Go from the from their home. Uh, people got in a lot of trouble for that. Uh, so another thing. Uh, that you know it, it, it's for, basically for me and anyone else that doesn't really understand this what's the difference between the centralized or the centralized 
ingests and the decentralized ingests? Um, well, one is centralized, the other is not. <laughs> All right. I'm, be, up, I'm, being a turd. I'm being a turd. I'm being a turd. <laughs> um, so our decentralized servers are actually running through a, a wider network of people. Uh, Live peer is actually pretty fast. It's pretty fascinating how they, how they're running their, it's basically, it's a, it's a mesh network for lack of better words um, of users that are tying into uh, the, that tie into their, their uh, over their overall network. And so when you point at say the London server, you might actually be going through one of however many people based in the London or London area, or they might even be, you know, out, or they might even be based out of Essex or Essex or, or Wales for all we for all we know. They, but they, but they're within, you know, clo- relative proximity to the London server. But it, it, but they're all, but if one of the if one of these people stops their stops their node, there are others nearby that can. There are other people that are active. That will pick up the slack instead. By not ha- by going decentralized, you eliminate the the risk of a single point of failure. Oh, and so it's it's kind of and so that's why you'll see redundancies with with servers with like, um, like like with web hosting. It, you might have sure the data might be stored on one, on on one physical disk in a server, but that server will have multiple connections. And and there might be multiple processors that are handling serving that information out. There might be multiple server racks in that in that in that one uh, server room that are handling serving it out to everybody uh, to everybody that asks. Right. So if one of those server racks goes down, the others just pick up the slack. It, it, it's 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 a similar sort of concept. Okay. All right. So that answers it. And, and with regards to like and when it, when it comes to like social media, centralized versus decentralized takes on a bit of more of a different kind of a a uh, connotation, I guess. You look at and I, I would and I would point it as look at Twitter versus Hive, just for the sake of example, or Facebook versus Hive. With Facebook, only one organization or one person one group owns and controls everything on the platform versus hive where you have how many hundreds of witnesses witness nodes that can run the the that can run the platform and ha- and if one of them were to shut off their node there are others waiting in backup that can step up and take over mm. so if facebook were to suddenly shut off their servers Let's be honest. A billion people would lose their would collectively lose their fucking minds. Yeah. If if Crimson Cloud were to shut were to shut off the follow BTC news node to, tonight, Hive would keep running. That's that's and, and when it comes to like social media and social networking, uh, that's kind of the difference between centralized and decentralized. That, that that that's the that'd be the easiest way to 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 think of it. All right, so I think we are going to take a little break. How, how, how do you feel about that? I think that sounds good. Water in, water out. Yeah, so we're going to have a little tune going on. We're going to listen to 
twisted. Nice. I'm gonna go grab a beer. Kill somebody. Because I just really like that song. <laughs> Perfect. And All right. I shall return. It's gonna be about five minutes. So in five minutes, we're going to be back, folks. Stick around. Remember, after the picks die, Ron is going to be live with Clown World. So stick around for that. This is the picks die on MSP Waves. Come join us on Discord at mspwaves.com slash Discord if you want to chat with us and all that stuff. And yeah, let's have some tune. Z. Should I chop him? Maybe shoot him, kill him all. Use an axe, a gun, a knife, a chainsaw. I'm gonna kill somebody. I wanna fucking kill somebody. Should I chop him? Kinda caught him. Maybe shoot him, kill him all. Use an axe, or a gun, a knife, a chainsaw. I don't know why. Every time I open my eyes, I just wanna.
baby, shoot him, kill him all. Use an axe or a gun, a knife or a chainsaw. I'm gonna kill somebody. I wanna fucking kill somebody. Shoot him, child, kinda cut him, baby, shoot him, kill him all. Use an axe or a gun, a knife, a chainsaw. I'm gonna kill somebody. Kill somebody. That song just that song just keeps going. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Twisted is pretty twisted. Um, I can tell. <laughs> they're pretty nutty. Uh, I do uh, you, like you, some horror. You'd be asking a lot of questions if they weren't. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> although I am very picky with my horror core because uh, a lot of it sounds very modern and stuff, uh, like you know, trappy, and I don't like trap at all. Okay, uh, I don't like I, modern I rap, I'm more into like okay. old school stuff, so yeah, I'm very picky that. with my rap, so yeah, yeah. Actually, is. that reminded me of like it actually reminded me a bit of Eminem, like slow, like old Eminem. Yeah, the the uh, the Madrox, the Jamie Madrox, he sounds uh, a little bit like Eminem. Yeah, yeah. So here we go, got, part two. Got good flow though. And then um, yeah, we have DDR Freak from Vim, the Ginger Beard Man, the Ginger Beard Man. He also streams on Vim.tv mm-hmm. and uh, Twitch. I don't know mm-hmm. if you want like all that stuff out there. So yeah, I stream on both platforms. Let's talk a little bit about your stuff, man. Um, like, what do you like? What do you do, man? Besides, like, I don't know if you want to have that stuff out there, but like, what do you do besides, yeah. you know, uh, like streaming and whatnot? Yeah, yeah. 
So, uh, well, first off, the beer of the now is the Liftbridge Farm Girl Saison. This is a beaut. This is Farm a wonderful, girl. just beautiful beer. It's a it's a Saison with orange peel, and it's it's not a super dark beer, but it's also not does it also doesn't taste like watered down piss. It's a, it's a, this is a local brewery. Actually, they're based about oh, uh, I'd say maybe twenty miles that way, if that. Maybe twenty five, tops. That's they're cl- cool. they're they're really close to they're really close to where I where I live. Hmm. But they make some fantastic beer. That was that's delicious. Um. But yeah. So in addition to what I do he, for Vim, I also work a full nine. I work a eight to four thirty day job. You know, just re- regular uh, regular sort of stuff. I do IT support for farmers who have no idea what a start menu is. Oh. Never a dull moment there either. <laughs> That's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fun. Uh, and then you know, in like like you mentioned, I stream on both Twitch and Vim. My shtick has always been, or it, yeah, my my shtick is retro games on original hardware as much as possible. So like we've done, you've I showed off the you know, the little corner over there. You know, it's got my PS One, PS Two. N64, GameCube, Dreamcast, my Saturn all set up over there. Um, and when I'm pulling out, when I pull out games to play, you know, I grab the case like I did for the D earlier, you know, show it off. Like, half the, like, I'm a collector and I like to talk about the games in my collection. And so, like, it, if I get an opportunity to, to go all chatterbox and me, 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 and all that, I relish it. I, I eat that shit up. I really do. <laughs> So being an but individual like, likes your physical material, what do you what do you think about like the you know the digital libraries like Steam, Origin, and stuff like that? Like, do you think that's great? Do you think it's fine? Do you think it's kind of you know like what if there's what if it goes away? You know what I mean? Like, what what if once it, well, it's gone? And to that point, I lost a bunch of games that I had bought on directtodrive.com back in back in the early 2000s because the GameSpy went out of business. I mean, I, I know what you're talking about. Um, it, digital distribution is a phenomenal thing because, like, my Steam library, I have more games than I can fit on my computer. Same. I can just download it whenever I want, and I don't fucking care. Like it, servers are there. I just down point, point at the game, click install. It downloads, and I've got it. And and I've got it. in a sometimes it might take an hour, but I but it's up and ready to go. And I can uninstall and reinstall as much as I want. And I love that. Um, to your point, you know when when servers go offline, you lose the games, and that is a very real concern. I feel like Steam has built themselves up enough that that's not an issue. I think there is a definite need for competition. I'm glad that Epic Games is trying to do that. I disagree Dude. with some of their business practices along the way. So I don't use the Epic Game Store, but I'm glad Every but time, I am at least glad that they've got something resembling competition going on. Every time I hear Epic Games, I just remember I keep forgetting the free games. <laughs> 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 like, dude. Yeah. They yeah. give so like during Halloween, they gave so many good free games. Layers of Fear 2. Um, yeah. 
like so many Blair Witch, which kind of is crappy, but it's it was free anyways. It was free. So, you're not you're not going to look a gift horse in the mouth. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so well, you know, like, it's great. And there was the what was it? Um, it, and there was you know it's it's interesting that you mentioned that because like. Epic Games is doing what Sony did with the PS3 and what Microsoft is doing right now with Games Pass Ultimate. Like, there's there is a the underdog will use the this sign up with us, get free stuff, and it, it is a brilliant marketing tool. When when Sony was was being was on the ropes with micro against Microsoft with the Xbox 360. They set up PlayStation Plus and gave away a shit ton of free, amazing games for the PS3. Resident mm-hmm. Evil 5 Gold Edition, uh, Outland. Oh, what else did I get from them? Um, Saints Row the Third. Uh, trying to think of other other big big ones off the top of my head. Final Fantasy Tactics: War of the Lions for the PSP. Uh, Wipeout Pure. Uh, they, they had so they gave away so many good games. When the P- when the PS3 was the underdog, and now that the, and now that PS4 is on top, they're not really give the the quality of games they're giving away hasn't really kept up with it. Similar sort of deal with Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. I mean, Forza Horizon Four Day One available to play if you have Game Pass. Gears Five same deal. Outriders, a third party a third party game, just came out on April first, and you could play it for free if you had Game Pass Ultimate. That's brilliant marketing like it, it, it and it for from a consumer perspective it's a good that's a very good thing um and There's i would say a lot of moments when you can literally get the game pass for like one dollar or one year. yeah and and they're aggressive with their marketing of it and even at 15 bucks a month it's the value proposition is is definitely there i mean i've picked up game i've i've, I've installed games that i would never have considered buying but I tried them out and I was like, hey, that's actually pretty fun. Like uh there's a like a Jurassic World like sim theme park kind of like kind of game. I would never spend the money that they're that they're asking for. Like I think Epic me... Games gave that away. <laughs> you know what? I w- I'm not surprised. <laughs> I actually but believe it's like... that. I think I'm it's called Jurassic it World. I'm just to see if it's a Yeah, Jurassic World like Evolution or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Let I me Yeah, Jurassic World away. Evolution. On Steam, they want forty-five bucks for this game. I would never spend that kind of money for this for this game because I I don't do theme park sims. Like they're they're all right. I don't hate them, but they only hold my attention for a little bit of time, and then I drop them. I would not spend forty-five bucks on a theme park sim. I might spend five bucks, but not forty-five. And so to be able to download it for free, play it for a couple of hours, earn a couple of achievements. Okay, cool. I had fun. Uninstall, move on to the next game. Like I like that. Like that's nice. Like that's a, that's that is a there is a value proposition there that is good. That is it, that I like. It's good. You know, it's nice to have that available. I found a an amazing game that I unfortunately did not play more of it, but I was really impressed with like the little bits that I played of it. Pathologic Two. Like, wow. I think I've heard of that. It was awesome. <laughs> yes, Krimi, we will be in touch again. That is, that is definitely a given. We we will be we will continue to be in touch. Have a good one. Thanks for dropping by. Yeah.
Pathologic 2. Okay, I'm pulling it up on Steam right now. Open world horror RPG. Resist yeah. the plague. Take make medicine, heal people, perform an autopsy. It's so trade complex. to get what you need. Fight and kill if if necessary. Wow. Interesting. There's, like, there's all kinds of characters. Uh, the dialogue is great. Nice. The graphics, I think, are great too. And again, I I'm just I I just regret not playing it a little bit more because then the game pass ran out. Oh yeah, and then, like I said, poor, so can't really afford yeah. more of it. <laughs> I get you. You know, but it's like it was it was a great experience at the like for the little bit of time that I I did yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And hey, there it was on on the, the game pass thing. You know. Yeah. Oh, and the the other one, um, the the I forgot what it was called. The where you were basically like this uh, this octopus thing deal. Octodad. No, 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 no. Oh no! The, oh, it's okay. like a horror game. <laughs> oh. Yeah, oh, it, you go. Oh. It's like a two D game, and you're like this. Um, creature that goes across and it eats humans to grow and stuff interesting huh forgot the name of it uh interesting shit. what was the name of it what the hell no idea i will say though more uh, piggybacking off off of the the uh conversation about digital distribution earlier i mm-hmm. do keep a fairly extensive physical collection as well especially for retro games because you really don't have the digital but like even my xbox 360 and ps3 games i mean they're all sitting right up here right behind the camera and i've got you know a couple of shelves devoted to them just because sometimes it's better to you want to have those physical discs yeah and like over here my current collecting goal is a complete north american wii u physical release set Mm-hmm. Minus the limited run games, but still, like that's that's like 160 games, and I'm about 40 some into it. I got a bunch of the important ones, so so that's good. But like, so there's something to be said about having that physical. You grab the jewel case, you open it up, you you see the disc, you pull it out, you can, you know, like that. You have something tangible that you can hold. And you miss out on that with digital. Absolutely. You miss out on that with digital. And sometimes it's just fun to just look at the shelf and go, what do I feel like playing today? What catches my attention? Hmm. Hmm. It was just like the same thing with kind of music, you know? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's it's kind of like how the, how vinyl is, is having, is getting that resurgence because There, it, it, people are going back to this old, this 50 year old analog technology, but with good reason. It's because it's like, deal. you know, the artwork, the like the smell of new things, the, mm-hmm. the just having it, just having the, the it, crackle, you know, like the, the, the crackle and the pop of the vinyl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ron, you are absolutely correct. If you can't blow in the cartridge, it's not a real game. Absolutely. Absolutely. Actually, you mentioned, you mentioned that. I saw a meme recently. Where, where did I see the meme? 
I don't remember why I saw the meme, but it's like, what's it? What is? Was it here? I don't remember if it was here. Uh, something about blowing on cartridges. Well, there was Actually. a there was one about ten years ago from a webcomic called XKCD, reminding people that the NES debuted thirty five years prior to that point, and the. People, the kids that grew up w- with that console, are now at the age where they would be graduating from med school. Yeah. And it's it's a surgeon in an operating room. He's going into cardiac arrest. Stand by for defib. Wait, let's take out his heart, blow on the ventricles, and put it back in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, that cracked me up. Uh, it's uh, great to feel old. Right. Why? Well, you know, it is what it is. So, what are 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 there any games that are on your radar that you're like really expecting for like um, the next months? You know, not really. I I think I'm only loosely keeping an eye on No More Heroes Three, and that's just because I'm a Suda Fifty One fanboy. But like. That that's about it. Um, actually, Suda Fifty One is amazing, and he did a great like grindhouse road movie style game on the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty and the PS Three called uh, Shadows of the Damned. And this game is hilarious and awesome. It's not really scary, but it's just it's it's it is a romp. It really is. The main character is Garcia Fucking Hotspur. That is his name, and he is a demon. And he is a demon hunter. His girlfriend, Paola, gets dragged off to one of the inner circles of hell to be the Lord of the Dead's plaything, and so he dives in to go rescue her, armed with a disembodied demon skull named Johnson, who turns into weapons like the Dentist, and the Skull Cushioner, and the Big Boner. Ooh. Yeah. It is hilarious, and I love it. <laughs> it, it it's, it's a fun... It, it's one of those games that it's not super difficult... But it's a ton of fun to play. It's also backwards compatible, so if you have an Xbox One, um, get the de- buy a copy on 360. It'll work on your Xbone. Uh, it was actually the first game that I fully completed the achievement list. We got a thousand gamer score on it. But you, you got Suda Fifty One, who did uh, you know this game, Lollipop Chainsaw, No More Heroes. Uh, you've got Shinji Mikami, the creator of Resident Evil, producing this game. And you had Akira Yamaoka, the composer from Silent Hill, doing the music for it. If that so, doesn't speak volumes about the quality of, like, people behind it, I don't know what will. Lollipop Chainsaw is pretty neat. It is a fun game. That is a fun um, one, too. Which is eh, right there. Ah, ta-da! <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you about, um, so I saw recently, well, recently, kind of like months ago, but I saw that, um, uh, what was it called? Uh, Last of Us was going to get a remake or whatever. Yes. I was like, why? Why? That's so my personal opinion right now is that Sony has gotten arrogant after their victory with the PS4. Let's be honest, the PS4 crushed the Xbox One. Yeah. And I say that as an Xbox fanboy. 
I pref- I prefer my Xbox One over my PS4, and I have both. My Xbox gets more play. Just saying, and I've got a fuck huge collection for both. That said, Sony assumes that it's going that they're going that they'll be able to keep this up. The problem is Microsoft has taken uh, has taken the this uh, has taken their L on the Xbox One, and they have they are out for blood. That's why they've been buying up all these developers lately. And then Sony is pissing off the Japanese fan base. This is the first time where this is the first time that Microsoft has actually made inroads into Japan in ages. Like the the original Xbox and the Xbox 360 never sold particularly well in Japan, and had kind of like a cult following, kind of like how the Sat, kind of like how the Saturn did here in the the Sega Saturn did here in the states. But Microsoft is actually like courting Japanese developers to produce games for their platform, and Japanese developers are actually taking them up on it, because Sony closed the PlayStation their PlayStation Studio in Japan and has moved everybody to California. This Last of Us HD remake is being done by the same guys that made Days Gone. Oh. Uh, they wanted to do a, a sequel. But Sony said no. We don't. We don't think it's. Uh, we don't think it's profitable enough. The first game. The first game didn't sell well enough. And it was, wasn't that Days Gone game like uh, delayed or something? It was. It was also. It, it it was also reasonably well received. I never played it, but from what I understand, it was a. It was a decent game. It was not going to win any awards. But it had some ideas. It implemented those ideas pretty well. It had its missteps, but the overall package was enjoyable, and people wanted to see more of it. And Sony Bend Studio out of Bend, Oregon, wanted to see, wanted to make a sequel, and they pitched it to Sony. And Sony said, "No, you're going to help Naughty Dog with The Last of Us 2. Right. And basically, they, they made they they made the Bend Studio Naughty Dog's bitch. I no, just, I'm serious. I'm serious. Like that that was like that was yeah. Like that I really, was it. I, I think the like this whole concept of remakes and remasters and shit. It's like it, it's cool when they're remaking uh Resident Evil's like 2 and things like that that are like old games and they're adapting them to modern ages. They were completely redone in new and in a new engine. Yeah. With a with a with a new gameplay with new gameplay mechanics. And I think that's what differentiates the Resident Evil 2 and 3 remakes from something like the la- from something like an HD remaster. Now yeah. that said, if the if the original game is difficult to obtain, then a remaster or a digital release like the PS1 classics on the PS3, where you can find games like Persona 2 and Vib Ribby, which are not cheap games, all of a sudden you can download them for Seven bucks, eight bucks. I mean, it, 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 it's it's a you know it's, it's a cheap download. Then all of a sudden that that becomes a nice little equalizer. But yeah, like, that's true. But I remember like <clears throat> like seven years ago or something like that. I remember people on Twitter uh, making posts uh, how they had innovative ideas and, and they were being turned down by these big companies because it, it, it it's was, all about it, the money. 
it, 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 what's, what's going money. to make the money. And it, let's be honest, that's it's kind of the same thing when it comes to movies as well. I mean, you, you yeah, look at exactly. MGM. And, well, MGM is not even in existence anymore, I don't think. Or at least they are. They're in a diminished capacity. You look at the studios... They will have you know their their big blockbusters. They'll you know the work you know they'll have the Michael Bay and the Jerry Bruckheimer you know the 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 big blockbuster licks that make all the money. And then they'll have you know like Lionsgate or New Line Cinema come along and make something a little bit more campy. That yeah they'll 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 toss a couple a couple grand at it and you know, whatever make a movie. We'll 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 publish it. Sure, all right. There's really yeah. and and the and we really don't have quite the same studio type coming out of uh, for vid- for video games and really the indie the indie scene has has come into it so come out more in that way uh, to kind of fill that void. I do want to comment though on Chris UK's thing about EA are the worst company ever. Yes, however, something really. Bucky's going on over there where they are suddenly they're they're, cha- they're I don't know what it is like it's like the FIFA side of EA and the rest of EA are doing two entirely different things if you have not played Jedi Fallen Order yet holy shit you need to get on that because Jedi Fallen Order was an amazing game and a good game without any of the DLC loot box bullshit that EA is famous for and I and I remember hearing the reviews and I was looking so they're going wait he is making a game and like actually like being decent to the people buying it. <laughs> what a crazy concept. Is this a trap? <laughs> is, okay. What's the catch? What's the fucking catch? <laughs> you know, like everybody's expecting like a surprise gotcha or something. And it didn't happen. Everybody's like, yeah. You know, I don't know if I should. Okay, it was, it was this, it was a, it was such an unusual thing to see out of EA that I don't think anybody was quite ready for it. But the game was fantastic. I played it through. I played it through the EA Access on Game Pass. I loved it. Uh, then again, I also like Cameron Monaghan, the guy who plays Cal Kistis, the, the main character. Uh, I first found out about him through the TV show Gotham. He, he did an amazing Joker. Like, this kid is... I don't even think he's 21 yet. He might be, he might be 21 by now. He's young. But this kid is an amazing actor. Like, he's really, really, really good. And I can't wait to see him do more because, like, this—he's a sort of—he's a sort of actor that's going to do some amazing roles in the next couple of years, and he needs to be on everybody's radar. Cause, damn, that's all I'm gonna say. Damn. <laughs> I, I'm I'm quite the Batman fan, but I, I didn't watch much of Gotham to be honest with you. <laughs> How, I feel like the first season was really setting up the characters, and I'll be honest. The characters, the actors didn't really know their roles as well as they probably were not quite ready to step into their roles during the first season. But I, w- I would say by about three quarters into the first season, they started to really become the characters. Right. Um, the guy that played the penguin, I did not like him at first. By the time the second season rolled around, I was like, oh my god, this guy did an amazing penguin. The guy they had for Edward Nigma, 
also took some time to f- to get into his role. Um, B.D. Wong was a great choice for Hugo Strange, though. Like, B.D. Wong had Strange down entirely, and I loved it. He did a fantastic job in that role. I might get into it eventually at some point. It's it's worth going... It, if you're going to do it, binge it, because it's one of those series that you binge. Um, the ending is... It season five takes some weird turns, and it's it's up and down, I guess. I yeah, but they got a really good person to play Scarecrow, so yeah. So yeah, it it, it is it like I, I saw a couple of things about it, but it, does it have any like of the weird, you know, uh, like makeup and effects of like the the you know the batman world all i saw was i think i saw a penguin in like a suit it was like a skinny guy or something it is a really skinny guy which is a which is weird until you realize that he's channeling burgess meredith penguin i have no idea like what that means <laughs> burgess meredith played the, played the penguin in the old adam west uh batman tv series in the 60s oh. and 70s Right. Like he's channeling that penguin. So it's not the Danny DeVito fat guy penguin. It's 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 a different thing. And it's also I would also say don't treat it as canon. It's it's a side story. It's not I mean like there's going to be some tie into the comics, but it is its own contained universe, its own contained story. Bruce Wayne is not the is not the main character of the series. It's Jim Gordon. Yeah. So you have to go in recognizing that Jim Gordon is the central focus, not Batman, and everything else. And and it's it's and recognize that it's not going to be true to any of the comics. There's going to be some along the way. Okay, but the way but the story that they crafted and the story they told was interesting enough that it kept me going. It kept me going. I enjoyed it. I mean, they, right, and well, they make they make some pretty. Uh, they, I mean, they've got some pretty deep comic references that I had to go back and and look at to finally realize what they were. And I would go, "Wow, that's a deep cut!" Like that, like that's that's some that's some hard. You could tell that the writers were hardcore Batman fans because they they pulled some stuff from Silver Era Batman that I had no idea of it even existed. That's cool. Yeah. It's so. Also, um another series going on called Clarice um it's from Fox and i haven't okay. watched anything yet but um i i'm i'm wondering about it i'm wondering about it it it's i'm curious to see if it's like good Is yeah it, I, you know, I, obviously it's i'll be Silence honest i really don't Lambs watch a whole universe. lot of tv I've got, I've got my video games to, to occupy my yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, obviously Silence of the Lambs, you know, mm-hmm. Hannibal, it's, it's yeah, kind of my thing too. And Clarice has, a, it's an interesting character. Okay. So, you know, Foxy's racist. You're racist, Ron. <laughs> Shut up. You're so, racist. <laughs> <laughs> I saw my opportunity. I took it. Damn it. <laughs> Love but, you too, Ron. Um, 
yeah rot runs gonna be live as well like in about uh 15, 15 minutes, minutes. Yeah. Nice. So, anyone listening stick around for his show clown world oh yeah so yeah what else can we talk awesome. about man what, what do you want to talk about well i was also wanting i also wanted to uh ask you a little bit about um where you uh, what what else, what other sorts of games you like to play? Because we've seen you, I've seen you play uh, Overwatch and Dead Space Two. <laughs> John's got a good question here: Is butt cheeks one word, or should I spread them apart? <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is the answer. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, but I wanted to ask you about the other game, other sorts of games that you like to play. So Overwatch, and what games? Is, what other games can we expect out of you uh, on your streams? So obviously, Overwatch is you know the competitive game that I play. I'm so because, sorry. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I couldn't resist. I know. But it is mainly because of the fact that it's it's fast paced and. In the genre, I I can't find anything else like it that mm. entertains me. So, despite the, like, if you watch the stream when I'm playing Overwatch, I'm probably going to be like, fucking, argh. I'm going to be molding eventually at some point. But I like it, and you know, it is what it is. Uh, so yeah, sometimes we we got to make sacrifices. So, uh, cool. other games, Outlast 2, I want to play that, uh, mm-hmm. for sure. Dead Space 3 is going to be a thing as well. I also do Dark Souls quite a lot. Um, I mean, I've, Dark I've Souls. pretty much... Comp- Praise the sun. Praise the sun. Uh, Solaire. Uh, I pretty much completed all of them, but uh, I'm always looking to complete m- more of it because uh, you yeah. know it's it's always entertaining to do Dark Souls because it's it's I'll have one to send of those you a things... video clip that I recorded on my Xbox um, fighting the Taurus demon uh, on the parapet Ooh. in Dead Souls or uh, or Dark Souls One, um, <laughs> and I I I dodge I dodge an attack. Square up to him. He jumps back and jumps off the parapet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, okay, sure. <laughs> Xbox, record that. <laughs> Man, it, it, I've had, I've had moments too. It, it's like, but usually it's the wrong. It, it goes wrong, or it goes the the opposite way for me. It's usually uh, I just get killed in the most weird ways mm-hmm. you know the, the, like the ai always finds the 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 weirdest ways to, to destroy me like the the <laughs> copper demon yeah. you know that one you know it's funny every time i've played dark souls and i've only played the first one i get to the taurus demon i i find that i i see the dragon I either get killed by the dragon or I manage to sneak past it and then like trying to explore my way around that castle I I get distracted by something else. See, so, yeah, I get the ADOS kicks in and I and I pick up a different game. 
So Capra Demon is the boss that you need to kill prior to going to the sewers, which then leads to going to the what is named as the Vagina Dragon. Okay. The Gaping Dragon. Okay. Uh, basically, yeah. Capra Demon has a way of kind of um, cheesing it. And like of course. this last time I went for it, I went for the cheese and I just could not do the cheese. The, the, this fucking oh, no. boss could literally walk on the slide, like on the thinnest little bit of like a ledge. And it could literally <laughs> walk on that shit. And it doesn't make mm. any sense because you can't walk on that like for anyone else. But for me, he could walk on it, just walk up to me and just slash me in the face with these big ass freaking machetes <laughs> ah. like, okay dude ah. sure sure thing ah. Ah. Oh, and, yeah and then there's a quillag which is like the the hot spider girl um there's always and- one there's always one it's idea and diablo then- 3 quillag and dark souls yeah oh, okay yeah. all right all right <laughs> yeah, now you're reminding me. Yeah, and yeah, you're sitting there like I would. I would oh, for sure. <laughs> I mean, every time I go up to that boss, I'm like, oh, um. But basically, uh, so there's this, there's this boss just like sitting there, and I'm, I'm hitting it, I'm hitting it, I'm hitting it. it she's basically like two smidges of health oh the magic pixels there she goes with an attack that i'm not expecting and kills me instantly like completely takes out my whole health pool out of me and i'm like okay cool bro that's the worst that is the worst That is the I, worst. Oh my god. It is absolutely the worst. I actually streamed that on Vim, but I, I didn't have the the replays. You didn't have yet. the replays up? Oh yeah, I am so, so sorry, dude. Yeah. And oh. I didn't I didn't split stream it either, so it was gone mm. completely. Oh well. But you know, I'm sure more it is of what it, it will is. happen. Oh definitely. Oh definitely. Yeah, currently <laughs> I've been streaming uh Final Fantasy VIII. But not just any old Final Fantasy VIII. I'm doing a randomizer run, which means all of the bosses are fought in random order. So you go to a bo- you go to a boss fight area, and you're gonna fight somebody that's not normally there. Yeah, I, which I makes things that. really really interesting because you might you might actually run into Omega Weapon, which is supposed to be on the last disc in the first disc. You got like <laughs> these weird ass. Uh, caterpillars and things like that. Yeah, the caterpillars. Yeah, yeah. And the, um, I'm not much of a the, Final Fantasy player, to be honest. Well, and eight is one of those really polarizing Final Fantasies as well, because it was they 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 had gone from Final Fantasy seven, which is more of a more of a standard RPG. Mm-hmm. And then eight has the junction system, and and you're drawing magic from enemies, and there's guardian forces that you have to get, and it's like, what the fuck is going on with this game? That is the and, and that junction system 
is the most broken thing you can ever you, you can you can get. Once you learn how to exploit it, you can be just ridiculously overpowered at level five. <laughs> and be sitting there and, and hitting enemies that are like that could be three that could be the it, 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 the shenanigans that you can get up to are insane. I'll just, we'll, we'll call it that. <laughs> but uh, so is, is that um, is that what you're streaming still recently? So I'm not doing. It? So I'm doing. I'm doing. A, I'm going to finish the game. Yes. Um, so we're in the middle. Of, we had just started disc two on Monday, and there's four discs total, and we are. <laughs> We have things that we should not have. <laughs> we'll call it that. Okay. So, but that's, yeah, that's what, you know. that, is what, that is what has made this game, this playthrough so much fun is just the sheer ridiculousness of it. All right. So um, I will be doing the recording um, or I will be ending the recording. So DDR... Okay. Uh, Tell us, uh, you know, your last words for this recording, of course. Uh, you know, promote yourself, promote them, do all that kind of stuff, obviously. And yeah. 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 So I am DDR Freak, the Ginger Beard Man. I stream on Twitch and Vim. Uh, handle is the same on both DDRFR33K. You can also find me over on Hive and on Twitter. I am not on Facebook because fuck those guys. And uh, I stream on Monday and Friday nights starting at 8 p.m. Eastern, which is, let's see, it's about, it's almost 1 a.m. UTC right now. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. No, it's, it's uh, almost 1 a.m. GMT. G- almost 1 a.m. GMT? Okay, so I, I usually start around, one, yeah, so I usually start around this time uh, on Monday and Friday nights, so about 1 a.m. GMT. When I usually start right. my streams, and when all else fails, bling shit. So there you go, folks. That was the <laughs> Eldritch Fix die number seven with special guest DDR Frick. There I am with the Frick. Like <laughs> fuck me, dude. Uh, yeah, DDR Freak, and that was Eldritch Fix die number seven. Thank you very much for coming by and sticking around and I'll see you guys next week I hope you guys enjoy that and have a good one bye bye